0: Hey everyone, welcome back to A Day on a Journey podcast. This is episode nine, and I am your host, Tamar. And we are diving in to a really great topic today about the love and grace of God. And then you also hear one of my sister and the Lord, her testimony, you're gonna wanna listen this to the end, and I do hope it encourage you, but here we go. Hi everyone, this is Tamar and welcome back to A Day on a Journey podcast. This is episode nine and with me here today I have my sister in the Lord. Her name is Ola and I'm so excited to have her here. I just adore her. (laughs) So I'm just grateful for her to be here, but I'm just going to let her first just introduce herself and we're going to just jump right in into what we're going to be talking about today. So Ola.
1: Thank you Tamar for having me. My name is Olamide, um, Nigerian born, just a daughter of the Lord. I think that's the best introduction I have. Yes. Yes. All right, and then to the
0: yes, into the testimony. Yes. So yes. we're just gonna um jump in right into her testimony of how she came to know the Lord.
1: Thank you, Tamara. Okay, so all this happened in Nigeria. I was very young. I just got into college. I was seventeen. Prior to that, all I'd heard about Christians, Bible, were negative things. And so in college, I joined a group who were like the top students in the class. And then two of them were real Christians, like serious Christians. And so they would also like invite me for fellowship or ask me about prayer, which I never used to do, never knew about. But their testimony was real for me. And I think one of the reasons why... I began to, like, have a desire to even understand the lifestyle they had. was because they had so much peace. They were Mm. so calm. You know, if I filled the paper, everything, like, had come to an end. My (laughs) mom would kill me. (laughs) But they were always so calm. And I just wanted what they had, even though I didn't know what it was. Yeah. And so then there was another classmate of mine who came to my room. And she would evangelize the entire class. She would come to the front of the class, talk about Jesus came to my room, got me a Bible, told me I had to give my life to Christ. It was an urgent need. It was important for me. And I just did. Because she she really put me under pressure. (laughs) So (laughs) I just did. And I was like, okay, now let's see what's going to happen. And it's been a journey, but that was really how I came to know the Lord. It was through friends in college who I saw their testimony. And I wanted something they had that I did not know.
0: Mm, Okay so how did you so when you say that you saw their testimony like what did you what do you mean by that what can you see in their story that was different from like the way that you were living or what you believed or what you had understood at that time?
1: um i'll say for one of them her name is funto she was always very peaceful always calm and i was not like that if things like kind of ruffled me i would really get totally ruffled like almost break down and things like that cry but she was always peaceful always sure that everything was going to work out fine at the end of the day and i i only saw that in her Mm because there were other christians who would also be like me and do stuff like that but she would just get her bible cover her hair and pray which I didn't even know that's what she was doing then. Right. And then I just felt like this peace that she has, this assurance that she has that no matter what is going on, even if it affects her too, everything is gonna be fine. Mm. I really wanted that.
0: Yeah. So you're saying like she kinda demonstrated the, the fruits of the spirit. The
1: fruits of the spirit. She was always patient. She was always, <laughs> like, sometimes I'll even like just want to make her say something or annoy her or stuff like that. Right. But she was always calm. <laughs> I don't know,
0: was always come. That's really good. So, like, talking about, like, the, the fruits of the spirit, can you, like, describe that? Like, what are they? Like, what have you come to know about yeah. what they are?
1: Fruits of the spirit. So, you know how we say it says in Galatians, love, joy, peace, gentleness, um, patience, long-suffering, and all of that. Like, those were the things that I believe the Holy Spirit had had um, room to walk in her. And I could see those things. And it's just like, no matter what's going on outside, no matter the storm, she always had that peace inside of her. And it's an assurance of the love of God. Right. That's the basis. Like, it wasn't even whether she did so well in school or she did not. It was just an assurance that she was kept. Mm. Do you see? Looking back now, I see she had this assurance that, no matter what happened, she was kept by the loving arms of God. Right. You know how the Bible says that underneath us, Jesus, are the everlasting arms. Yeah. And now I think back and I'm like, that must have been Funta's assurance. Right. No matter what happened, there were times that there will be violence in school. Guys that were in the cult would fight and whatever it mm. is. She was never faced.
0: Wow. <laughs> wow. So, That's yeah. amazing. I'm, That's amazing. Yeah, she, that's amazing. Okay, so you start like going to like like Bible I studies or something. For okay. Fellowships and okay. things Like
1: that, the devil was also trying very hard, but I started going to fellowship. I, you know, started reading the Bible, um, the Book of Psalms, the Book of Proverbs. Those were my favorites. Okay. And then <laughs> it was just it was that's how we began step by step, and I'll say the Lord, He began to woo me okay and just give me the milk I could take at that time it <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I couldn't take too much right, so right, right. just line up online. line right line a preset. that's
0: that's oh, awesome God. yes because that's kind of like kind of what it takes like he builds right, builds it up how right. he, they would never give you like more than what you can bear at that time right. it's like but no that's that reminded me of like the scripture Philippians four and seventeen, yeah. and where it's like the peace of God, which yeah. transcends all mm-hmm. understanding, we'll keep will guard your heart. hearts, yes, Jesus. and minds in Christ, yes. Oh. And so when you were describing your friend and yeah. just her experience with Christ, like yeah. she was, she was sure and that and that you can tell that she kept her mind yeah. on Christ Jesus, yeah. and that's what it kind of takes like to yeah. even endure and yeah. walk out yeah. our lives and journey with Christ. Yeah. But yeah. so thank you for sharing yeah. that. Thank you. Yes, absolutely. That's a beautiful testimony. So now that you came to know the Lord, can you explain like what it means to live in the grace of God for you?
1: Alright, so when I think of the grace of God, you know, it all begins and ends with Jesus, Alpha and Omega. It says the Bible says grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. And I think my favorite definition of grace is in Titus two eleven. And it says, and 11 to 14, really, and I'll just read, read this. It says, for the grace of God. And that's the first thing, the grace that is of God. There is grace that is of man, there is grace that is of the world. But the grace we're referring to is the grace of God that brings salvation. That's what it does. It has appeared to all men. And it teaches us that we should deny ungodliness mm-hmm. and worldly lust. So any grace anyone says they have, that is truly of God, it teaches to deny ungodliness and worldly lust, And it helps you to live soberly, righteously, godly, in this present world. And it makes you have something you're looking for, an expectation, looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God emphasizes Jesus Christ as God.
0: Mm. And
1: our Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us that he might redeem us. Why did he give himself for us? That he might redeem us from all iniquity within and without, and purify unto himself. He redeems and then purifies us as we go. A peculiar people, people that the world marvels at, and Mm -hmm. they're like, this is so out of this place. You guys Mm -hmm. should really not be here. A peculiar people, zealous of good works. So that's my favorite definition of grace. It's my go-to all the time. You know, I always tell myself that the grace of God is literally The liberty to constrain. Mm. The liberty to put yourself under the constraint of Christ. Paul said the love of Christ constrains us. Yeah. You know, so you have a you have all liberty in Christ Jesus. You're not under the law. You're not under bondage to fear. But that liberty is true liberty when you use it to constrain yourself under Christ. He mm. said, "Take on my yoke upon you." Yeah. You know, we say the anointing breaks the yoke. The anointing breaks you But to be anointed, you must be under a yoke. <laughs> that's and true. And that's the yoke of Christ. Yeah. And so He says that that's liberty to constrain yourself and the constraints of liberty. Mm-hmm. That's my definition of grace. Yeah. You making sure that you do not use the liberty. You know Paul said, you don't use the liberty of Christ to now do things that you know is totally anti-Christ. Right. That liberty that you have is for you to constrain yourself. The the um the, a lady she defined bondage. She said bondage is freedom from responsibility. Wow, yeah. And I was thinking about it, I was like, that is so correct. And freedom is putting yourself under bondage to responsibility. Mm. So I think like every like once you understand that that Jesus said, take my yoke. So you can never be yokeless. Either you're under the yoke of the devil or you're under the yoke of Christ. There's really no middle ground. Right. So like that's me, I think I am no no that's really good no
0: no because I think that's like really important to say because a lot Mm -hmm. of times you know we tend to like I was like saying to you before like in in the message that we tend to use grace as a liberty to do anything Mm -hmm. but that is not what it meant, you know, it's not like, yes, like there's not, there's not a casual approach to grace. It's like, no, I live in your grace Mm -hmm. to be able to allow the Holy Spirit to lead and direct my, my life because that's what you, once I became reborn again and Mm -hmm. you transformed my mind, Mm -hmm. now I'm able to, to walk accordingly as I yield my flesh and walk in the spirit. But that reminded me, you know, like earlier in this week, I was like, man, this, this came to me because I'm like so many times, like, it's easy to, to have this casual approach Mm. to scripture because of like what we can see around us. Mm. You know what I mean? And what we are, what's easily to conform to when it's like, how do you like, like, we are supposed to be conformed to the image of Christ, but it's so easy to jump on a bandwagon with, with other things and, like, oh no, how much can I really truly get away with? But, like, it's like, what, is the, what does the Bible say, you know? So, the scripture that came to mind, which was First um, Corinthians 10 23, like, all things are lawful, but not all things are helpful or for your benefit. So, it's like, you can say that you're doing that, but are you, like, is it, are you supposed to be doing that like we can do anything right Mm. but that's not true freedom or liberty in Christ Jesus that's bondage yes 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 Yes. so I love that definition that you get free like freedom from bondage is freedom Freedom from from responsibility responsibility. (laughs) yes so we do have a responsibility because God has a standard like there is a standard with Mm -hmm. christ and it's like no we can't just do anything Mm -hmm. (laughs) like we literally hate the things that he hates you know what i mean and like we we remain this posture of repentance like um with our lifestyle you know so
1: it costs god uh, everything to be gracious to us
0: that's true and it's
1: going to be and it it's naive to think that in receiving
0: that grace, it's not going to cost you something. Mm, that's good. It will. Yeah. 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 That's a really good point. Wow. That's really good. Yeah. So um, the next question is when you hear the word fear and reverence for God, what has it mm. meant for you in your life? Because I know sometimes people are like fear. You know, they instantly good. think of it like carnally in a sense. Mm. But what has that meant for you?
1: to me when i say tamara has meant fear <laughs> don't play with god yes. he's not to be trifled with you know paul said knowing therefore the terror of god we persuade men and the key thing to know that's why we must have the entire bible the old mm. testament and the new testament so you can really understand who you're dealing with god is a person and he you know he's got his love he's you know gracious he's all those things but honestly i think paul said in one place that this this is how we see the the goodness and the severity of god yes he has both of those attributes and you don't want to get god to a place where you take his grace for granted Mm -hmm. i think that's what i see where i see the terror of the Lord most times that frightens me. So for me, the fear of the Lord is Allah. Don't take this for granted. Right. Don't take your salvation for granted. Don't um don't take the blood that the that Jesus, the Son of the Living God, shed for granted. Don't use it as a license to think you can do what you want. Don't use right. it to be manipulative of Scripture so that your flesh can have some wiggle room right. to do to do to to, to ex- exhibit satan's software which is really what the flesh is in my opinion mm. and it's it's just important for me to always have that reverence for god that god is not to be trifled with you know where i'm from in nigeria they say the same teeth that a dog uses to play with its puppies is the same teeth that it uses to bite them mm. there are instances where honestly the lord may literally be the one who is chastening someone and and you know he he chastens those who he loves.
0: Yes, I was and about to so say
1: that. it's so important yeah. to fear God. Don't yeah. just come and you know I I don't know if it was Paul that said let's just do this with fear and trembling. Right. So for me the fear of the Lord is don't assume that you're so whatever that the Lord cannot do without you. Right. That you cannot be disposed of. Yeah. It talks about Demas. It talks about those people that you know started well but the secret of continuing sometimes in this gospel is having that fear of God mm. that before he saved you or before he saved me we were all destined for hell. The Bible mm. says hell has enlarged its mouth to take more. Yeah. So it's not as if you know because someone has one gifting or someone has one calling or someone has one whatever um infilling of the holy ghost and everything that the person is not more than who that No 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 no. Let God be true, right, and every man a liar, so yeah. walk walk the salvation work with fear, real fear and trembling, whether it is the fear that would make sure that you do not go into sin or you do not go to places that you should go, or the fear that will make sure you read the Word of God so that you even know more and you' are able to have the the life that comes from the word in you, the fear that makes you obey, even when you don't understand, yeah. Yes. You know that he will be saying, Well, can you explain to me? I would just like you to give me three, but it's not required to give you all of that,
0: right? Right, that's so true, that's so true. Yeah, I and mean, you've you mentioned that scripture, you know, it's in Hebrews like 12, so I'm like, that That's exactly what came to my mind. I was like, Oh man, so that where is it at? So it says, You know, now no chastening. It's, um, Hebrews, yeah, yeah, seems to be joyful for the mm-hmm. present, mm-hmm. but painful, nevertheless, afterward, it y- yields the peaceable fruit of righteousness to those who are trained by it, like, I guess, who are trained by it, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> yes, trained mm-hmm. by it. so that it, like, like when I said it that mm-hmm. to me, it sounds like, you know, there's like, there's a discipline, right? Oh, and then under, yes, yes. Like the disciples of the Lord, like, <laughs> discipline. right. Discipline. <laughs> right? <laughs> no, it's true. So like that, that like Hebrews 11, I recommend like actually reading it because it's, it's it has so much, so much fruit in that mm-hmm. scripture or chapter mm-hmm. alone. Mm-hmm that you begin to understand like no like god actually makes and 12 begins to be like therefore strengthen the hands which hang down and people's mm-hmm. knees like he helps us to be strengthened and walk right, upright in him and he makes straight paths for our feet so it's mm-hmm. like like when i think about the reverence for god is like he's holy god is holy mm-hmm. so it's like if he's holy you know he requires us also to be holy. Mm. One of the things is because, honestly, like we are literally lights of the world, right? Mm. We were, because God's Holy Spirit is in us. Mm. So it's like, if we are lights, I think the scripture that I'm thinking about is, I think it's in Matthew 6, where it says, would you hide your light under a Mm -hmm. bushel, you know, or like, no, we will set it on a table Mm -hmm. for like, like everyone to see. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, uh, if we're not, if we're not displaying, you know, that transformative work or even like taking out the, the chasing of the Lord in a different way Mm -hmm. to kind of revert back to what we were doing Mm -hmm. prior, like, are we, Actually, walking in the light of Christ, like mm-hmm. no, this chase, like receiving his chastening as love, versus mm-hmm. receiving his chasten chastening as if we are outside of the love of God, mm-hmm. like having more of a like, uh, what do I want to say, like a fatherless approach to mm-hmm. it, you know, like oh, like a like we are not orphans, right? That's not mm-hmm. how like God sees us, but his chastening is. Is in light of his love, so that he can turn us and put us mm-hmm. on the right track. Mm-hmm. There was another thing that I, I thought about too, is that sometimes, like we can also use this scripture of, mm-hmm. you know, a righteous man falls seventy-seven times mm-hmm. and get back so up. To
1: be falling all the time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <For a blimp. laughs> <laughs> I don't know so like were you No 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 it's fine. I'm here to don't fall <laughs> at all. Try
0: yes. by the power of the Holy Spirit Yes. So that's what I wanna say, like because sometimes that can be a thing too. Like you're like, oh no, a righteous man falls seven times. And there's no mm-hmm. now there's no condemnation to those who love Christ Jesus, but yeah. it's like but you're, we're not we're not gonna be using that particular scripture
1: mm-hmm.
0: to say, No, I fall I fall and fall like <laughs> uh, but I can get back up. No, that's not that's exactly the intent of yeah, wow. that. <laughs> that's not the intent. It's like no, try like work out your salvation. It's like you have to actually do the work. You have to actually be working towards something, but not using that particular thing as a grace. Like oh no, I fell, and I think that's when we tap into this thing like only God can judge me, or other kind of like all these other thoughts and ideas come from a place of not rightly dividing the word so
1: you know if you're truly repentant if you fall and you're truly repentant your response will not be only god can judge me only god can judge see psalm 51 and see if david ever mentioned only god can judge me only god can judge me he said in iniquity mm. did my mother conceive me a broken and a contrite heart these oh god you will not despise if you're truly repentant it's not that you will be you know, doing back and forth and be saying right. Holy God can judge me. I know what a being tree what whatnot being You don't want to want been right. repentance to me eh, that is that entire Psalm fifty-one.
0: Yeah.
1: A broken and a contrite heart. These, oh God, you will not despise. Take not your Holy Spirit from me. Yes. Restore all, all those only God does I'm not sure where that is. I don't know. But repentance oh, which is required after you are fallen. Mm-hmm. To get back up, honestly, let the
0: Holy Ghost reveal Psalm 51 to you. all right I was mm-hmm. like, "Do you?" I was like, "I do you want to like read it?" Yeah. I can read it. Um. So. All right. It's 19. So, so Psalm 51 says, and that and that's so real. And it's like it's it's not. And I don't want anyone to hear this like and misunderstand what we're saying. We're just saying, just I honestly try not to. Don't take the grace of God in vain. I just you know as a like yes as a license to you know do what you're doing or make excuses for your sin but actually be working out your salvation with fear and trembling but psalms 20 I'm sorry psalms 51 says have mercy upon me o lord according to your love and kindness according to the multitude of your tender mercies blot out my transgressions wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin for I have acknowledged my transgressions, mm. and my sin is always no, before no. me. Against you, you only have I sinned, and done this evil in your sight, that you may be found just. just. When yes, may be found just when
1: you speak. Acknowledging <laughs> that God is just, yes. and you are not. <laughs> that's so true. No,
0: that's like He is just. No, it is.
1: For repentance mm. acknowledge, Lord, you are just. I am not. I have no excuses. It's a secret of repentance. Though. I have no excuses. I have no rights to come and say, well, when my friend was telling me, you know, my grandfather, one well, of, no, no, no. I am not. Mm. You are just. That's yeah. the basis of mercy. But yeah. if you come and you are giving excuses, justifying yourself, that means you are just and you are saying the Lord and what he He's saying. He is, because one person has to be. When you are in the When <laughs> <laughs> we both can't be just. This, you
0: are the, I am. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, that's mm. so true. Like that. And like, I'm glad that we, you even highlighted that as we are like reading it because it's like, because we, we, sometimes we don't even see that and understand, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, he, like he's just, like, so, but, um, going forward, cause I wanted to also like get to the, that part as well. um. So I'm going to leave a little bit more and then I'm going to um, just ask a couple more questions okay. for Ola. But it says, where were we at? So I'm just when you speak and blameless when you judge. Mm-hmm. Behold, I was brought forth in the iniquity and in my sin, my mother conceived me. Mm-hmm. Behold, you're, you desire truth mm-hmm. in the inward parts mm-hmm. and in the hidden part. You will also make me to know wisdom. Mm-hmm. So purge me. With hissam and I shall be clean. Wash me and I shall be I shall be whiter than snow. Yes. Make me hear joy and gladness, that the bones you have broken may rejoice, hide your face from my sins, and blot out my iniquities. Create in me a clean heart, O oh God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away from Your presence, mm. and do not take Your Holy Spirit from me. Mm. Man, oh, yeah. <laughs> like read that whole thing, y'all. Read that That's, a repentance the... yeah, that's real repentance. Powerful repentance. And if you want
1: to know what repentance means, it's Psalm 51. Yeah, and it's not just when you give your life to Christ, though
0: yes mm-hmm. it's like it, it's continuous like we're we're never we're never done <laughs> like right so it's yes. like whenever we think we are or have arrived as some some type of knowledge about mm-hmm. god like he's infinite so there's we there's we can't mm-hmm. understand it fully but mm-hmm. we don't want to trust ourselves you can't don't mm-hmm. put full trust in yourself like mm-hmm. your flesh because apart from christ
1: mm-hmm.
0: ultimately we well, can do nothing
1: yeah.
0: so yes um mm-hmm. the next question I'll go to do you find mm. prayer important and in what ways?
1: Hmm. Prayer is the lifeblood of the Christian faith. Prayer is the breath of the Christian faith. Prayer is the connection between man and God. Mm. The moment someone stops praying, that's the moment they start dying. Yeah. If anyone is a believer, even if it's just to read psalm 1 psalm 2 today tomorrow read psalm 3 psalm 4 and pray it into your life pray it to god and everything it is better than you just thinking that No, you see having a prayer life to me is is the secret of my you know how the bible says um, the righteous is as bold as a lion yeah if i do not pray the level of fear you know when we're talking about the fear of god it's only when you have the fear of God, which is really true prayer. Mm-hmm. When you have the fear of God, you will be bold and you'll be fearless towards the world. That's you'll true. be fearless towards the devil. But if you don't have that, it's, 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 it's in fact, the level, because I used to be so fearful before I gave my life to Christ. Mm. So prayer is a connection to the one who has no fear. Is right. a connection to the one who is who is everything omnipotent omniscient omnipresence who can do and undo some reasons why you know i i literally i know that like once i've connected in prayer to the lord hey there is nothing and there is no one living or dead that can scare me but if i don't pray you'll be so i'll go and hide in a place you won't even see me because right. i know that you know it's like when um, um samuel said something he said ebenezer our help has come mmm That is true prayer that Mm -hmm. you can even connect and begin to know the Lord that you're praying to. That you can begin to have the fullness of the Holy Spirit. That you begin to see vision. Some people have gifts. You have all kinds of callings and everything inside of you. Those things, you pray them Mm -hmm. into fruition. Mm -hmm. You pray your gifts into fruition. Into the reality that it should be. It is there in the spirit, you know? Right. It's like a, a woman. All her eggs are already inside of her. But it's not all of them that are going to become children. Right. You pray those things to move from potential to power, to move from potential to purpose, to move from potential to reality, that you're actually working in them. And prayer is work. Mm-hmm. And the power of prayer is in its consistency. Yes. It's like a chain. If it's broken, then it loses the, the how do they say this, that the weakest link? What is that thing that they say, Tamara? That a chain is only as strong as, as its weakest yes, link. Yes, yes, yes. A chain is only as strong as its weakest link. That weak day that you decide not to pray, that's the weakest link. Yeah. And that's the opening through which the serpent will come. It says, if the hedge be broken, mm. the serpent will bite. Mm. That's the day of prayerlessness. Yeah. I've had this as an experience so well that I've seen, like, the days that I decide, okay, let me just chill and not pray. The level of <laughs> warfare or whatever it is that comes to me, I realize that I've not taken on my shield of faith, I'm not mm. taking on my armor of God, I'm not taking on... then I realize I'm just a mere mortal.
0: Right. And the devil
1: should face me. I would I would <laughs> I would know that I'm, I'm dealing with spirits. Right. But right. with prayer, you access the entire power of God, the entire power of heaven. Yeah. Uh, prayer is the key. Oh, there's a song they sing like that. Prayer is the key
0: yes yes
1: that's true
0: and pray the bible (laughs) yes pray the bible Bible.
1: that's so good
0: pray the bible yeah it's like one of the scriptures it one she ran like a lot referenced the armor of god and i don't know why it's not coming to me where that is but Ephesians ephesians 6 yes so i would recommend also looking at ephesians 6 because that's that's very important yeah, right okay. like if if you're we're not communicating to God or hearing from him, right. then we can be susceptible hmm. to all type of things all like you know outside of Christ, like we know <laughs> like. <laughs> we know we we know we know what we're capable of right mm. so if you break that communication or communion with god then you you're leaving yourself open mm. to a lot of things not having your armor on mm. uh, and then also it maybe like words that popped up for me was like abiding in him right mm. so there's the armor of god ephesians 6 but then also god at like advising us to abide in him, right? And it was a John 15, like abide in me and I in you as a branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. me, So God is the vine and we are the branches. Mm. If we are cut off from that, Mm. then how, how are we, how are we expecting to bear fruit Mm. of righteousness? Right. Mm. And then, and also him like doing the rest of the work, like purging things from us, cutting off things that should not be, but Mm again, that communion is, is very important, you know, Mm. like, and then another one that comes to me is like, seek the Lord, you know, Mm. seeking the Lord, right? If we seek him, like we will have his mind, right? Mm. He gives us the mind of Christ. Mm. So in his heart as well, like God gives us his mind and his heart. Mm. So if we're not, we don't have the mind of christ or his heart then we'll be thinking all kind of things like all kind of carnal things and then we'll be leading our lives for ourselves so it is so important prayer is so so important for many things for a lot of things and how god wants to reveal himself to us and to the world you know so um yeah anything to add to that or
1: I was just gonna say the essence of our lives in the kingdom is how much of God we have in us, mm, and you yeah. have as much of God as you want, and you have that through prayer. Now, someone who is not praying, really, honestly, I don't want to say some. I want to say the person is not as relevant, mm. and the person is expendable.
0: Right, right. And the
1: person's life is not as worth more. I I don't I don't I don't want to say I don't want to say life, but of what worth. Mm, mm-hmm. Is that life that is not connected to God? It will just serve Satan, and right. then why be here? Right. That's true. That's so true. You know. That's so, yeah. That's so true. Why be here to further the purposes of hell? Right. No, you know?
0: Right. We don't wanna. We don't wanna live like especially, no. especially being, especially people like being who are knowledgeable of Christ, right? Mm-hmm. Who who have come to know him, but then also those who don't know the Lord. Like, and I think it's like, because many people, some people like reject it. Like I know that mm. there, that's that thing where people just reject the truth of God because of like the standard. Uh, but then there's people who they have such a, what do I I want to say ideology mm. or they have a strong code in their mind mm. that literally cannot see the truth of who God is, you know, at the same time. And so they don't even, they, they understand, some people actually understand their wickedness, right? Like, mm-hmm. and they are furthering that agenda, but mm-hmm. it's like, but why would you want to? That's so why I'm like, there's such a stronghold of yeah. like this, like, I don't know, like for me, I'm like, I don't, I never understood it in mm-hmm. that aspect, but then I understood like yeah. where, how God, how our own testimony in yeah. the same aspect, and I'm like, why would I want to further? That? <laughs> I don't right. want to. Especially when, you're
1: yeah, especially when you say, are saved. Yeah, especially but when you say. Yeah, especially when you're saved. In the, in the times of ignorance, God winked. Yeah. Mentally looked away. Yes. He winked, but now He's not asking; He commands. He does. Oh man. You're no more in the time of ignorance once you're saved. Yes. And so he commands you. He's not asking you or requesting you or pleading with you or Jesus just wants you to just... No. He commands all men to repent. Yes. So really, this is for those that say, those that the prince of this world still, you know, the Bible says he has blinded their minds that they are not able to come to the knowledge of truth. Fine. I get it. I've been there. But once you are no longer in that place of ignorance, no longer in that place of blindness... You have a responsibility. That's right. That's and
0: right. You, you, it's a commando. It is a command. It is a command. It's definitely a command. And I think like when you, when I think about the like God actually giving like we talked about repentance, right? Psalm mm-hmm. so 51. Yeah. Like, but then you think about it, cause God's like, I give you over to a reprobated mind mm-hmm. because it has been a command. Mm-hmm. That's why I said like it's like this is literally for people who've been walking with the Lord, yeah. right? So mm-hmm. then looking like. This is, like, he gives you over. Why? Mm. Because you're, you're, you decided. You this just, one, you yeah.
1: Have, without, there's a place in Bible that
0: says are without excuse. Yeah, you're literally without excuse. So You know the
1: blood of Jesus. You've <laughs> yeah. been blessed with the Holy Ghost. You've been in the company of the saints. You've read the word. You've heard the sermons. You have the Bible. You've And then you now choose. Now the Lord is merciful. Right. Lord, but... That's, again, where the fear of the Lord is. Don't, that's a slippery slope to be going in. It is. That place of always falling, falling, God falling, 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 because hmm, it's slippery. It is. There's a
0: place it that, is. in the Bible,
1: that says he has set them in slippery places.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I that so. God actually makes a way of an escape.
1: Mm. Sometimes,
0: like, it's, it's more of, like, are you actually really being obedient? Mm. You know what I mean? Like, because if we are actually serving the Lord... Mm then i know for a fact if god gives us a prompting even when we were sin how much more is he prompting us you know what i mean because it was like the love of god that drove us right so we knew what we were doing like we 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 know because he's speaking to us and loving us in the midst of our sin but now that we came to the knowledge of christ we're, we're, some of us are just not following the promptings of the Holy Spirit, mm. So we, but we continue to and how rebel. how much of the
1: world do you have in you? That's good. Because then you may not even be able to know that he's prompting you. Mm, that's so good. So the, the first thing is, if you're full of the world, you will not get any signal of the Holy Ghost. That's true. You won't. It's almost like you're deaf and he's using a loudspeaker to speak to you. Right. The world deadens the spiritual senses.
0: That's so true. And
1: so when you when you see how much of the world you have to it's a prayer point though. So. It's not as if anyone who has, you know, divorced the world, hates the world it just came on them. No, it's a prayer point. Lord, I see the love of the world in me, in this area, in that area. Maybe lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, pride of life. This is the prayer of the saints that yes. saints should be praying. Lord, uproot it out of my life. Yes.
0: yes. Root
1: it out of my life. He might tell you to leave some friends. He might tell you to be away from TV for some years. He might tell you to, you know, change your entire wardrobe. He might tell you... <laughs> So I'm sorry. No, whatever That's the word so true. You, <laughs> that do so it. True. That's Amen. What we Amen. Told those people
0: <laughs> yeah. when Jesus told what that's whatever he tells you to do. Do it. That is so true. Amen. Amen. So uh, just wrapping it up. The other question I have is um was well, going to be two part. So in the aspect of like business, life, family relationships, Um, How were you able, or what were, like you you gave us one scripture that you kind of, you live by, but how were you able to apply the word to your life and keep your focus on God was another scripture that you go to. And then if there, if you had something to say to those who were listening, what would you encourage them um, in their walk? Yeah.
1: So for the word of God, I literally, um, there's a book by Rick Warren. It's called The Purpose Driven Life. So when you start reading that book, very quickly on, he says something that God wants you to be honest with him. He knows you're not perfect now. You're working towards perfection, but he wants you to be honest with him. I took that literally. When I read the scripture, there are some places like um that I'll hit bumps. That's how I'll put it. So, like, love your enemies, pray for those. I would just, and I believe the Lord. I believe right what the Bible said that I'll always be with you. I'll never leave you. So, I believe the Lord was with me. Right. And I'll say, Lord, this love your enemy is not realistic for us human beings. Now, for spirits, I don't know how they are doing it all. But this love your enemies, oh, I think is not realistic. Because right. da, 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 da. So, I really brought the word of God into application into my life. I'll say, look at this enemy now. Mm-hmm. can't you see how bad they are <laughs> how do you want them, you know so I literally have conversations like that and I think the Lord honored it or what <laughs> yeah. or whatever it is and then he began to tell me that it's true it's not realistic for you but it is definitely possible for the Holy Spirit yes. in you yes. and then I said hey so what do I now <laughs> What do I now do how do I know this and then sometimes the Lord will tell me when you see the person go and give them a hug I say ah they are evil will rub on me <laughs> No, <laughs> that's not the way you think you know so with his word he will literally renew my mind and yes. I'm always very very honest with the Lord yes. if there's mm. anything going on I'll tell him so being honest with him yes. as you read the word of God if there's any area that you feel that you don't really agree with him, tell him. It says, bring forth your strong reasons. Come, let us reason together. I believe he means it when he says that in his word. And then something to say to those who may listen to encourage them. Working with the Lord, I think it's beautiful. And it's not as hard. You know, there's a place in the Bible that says his commandments are not grievous. Mm -hmm. But you must come from a place you can't skip. Some steps, right? That repentance, you can't skip it, right? That surrender, you can't skip it, and you keep surrendering things as you go. Mm-hmm. The moment you stop surrendering some things, you begin to regress. Yeah. Then, evangelism is also important as you seek to win other people's souls, you are keeping your own soul one. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. one of the, the we are literally interconnected. So, as you're obeying all those things, you may not know, but it's literally aiding your own salvation. Go into the world and preach the gospel. Start with something in your house that is inanimate. inanimate, inanimate. Say you have you know giving your life to Christ. Don't you know Jesus loves you? Practice like that right. and then try it on somebody else. <laughs> and so I would just encourage you that take it step by step. Yeah. Let the Lord walk with you. But remember that obedience. Is better than sacrifice
0: yeah
1: and just enjoy your relationship with god enjoy it like it is not as 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 it seems to be it's not it's not as tedious or right. difficult or right. whatever as it seems to be make it a relation. make it a friendship right make right. it a friendship so that you don't feel like you know you're under this body to do this to do that sometimes it's a fear of man right that makes serving god so difficult you fear the pastor you fear the priest you fear the elders you fear the ministers you fear the this you fear the that by the time you are done you won't even know who it is you are serving <laughs> anymore you That's are so fearing true. men you are fearing everything the fear of god you don't know how to do it again right because you've confused everything so don't go into systems and structures and all those things and everything without first making sure you have a a study mm-hmm. relationship, a firm foundation, yes, of that relationship with the Lord. He really, God is amazing, He really yes. wants to know you. Yeah. You know, and just just enjoy Him. Amen. God is a person. Yes. Relate <laughs> to Him as such. So no, amen. That's good. Amen.
0: <laughs> That's
1: good. Oh my gosh. Amen.
0: Yes. Thank you, Ola, for being here. Yes, love you so much, and I really hope and pray that you guys um, just really listen with a, you know, open heart and encouragement, and just continue your your journey and walk with the Lord. And I, I'm so blessed. I hope you guys are blessed uh, by this episode as well. But I, for as usual. Thank you so much for tuning in and we will see you the next time.